0: Welcome to A New Creation. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. Whenever God ushers in change or places emphasis on a matter, there is a prophetic pronouncement. A a prophetic pronouncement is a formal or authoritative announcement or declaration. So just like in the case of the book of Mark, Chapter four and verse nine, when Jesus says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus is placing emphasis on whoever is listening. If they have ears to hear, they are to hear what he's speaking. In other words, he's saying, pay close attention because everybody won't necessarily hear. Some people are inattentive, they just let things pass through their ears, and they're not cognizant of what they're hearing. Some people are so presumptuous or overconfident, confident, they assume that they know already what has been spoken. And then there's that group of people who are listening for understanding. And that's what Jesus means by this statement, he who has ears to hear. Let him hear. Similarly, when Isaiah the prophet made a prophetic pronouncement and he was speaking about John the Baptist and it's in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 and it's the English standard version of the scripture and it reads. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Isaiah there was, he was making a prophetic pronouncement about John the Baptist. That John the Baptist, who also was a prophet, was going to be the forerunner of the Messiah, of the Lord Jesus. And Jesus, he makes a prophetic declaration when his ministry started. And in the book of Matthew, Chapter 4, verse 17. And it's the amplified version of the scripture. And it reads, and this is Jesus speaking. Repent. Change your inner self, your old way of thinking. Regret past sins. Live your life in a way that proves repentance. Seek God's purpose for your life. For the kingdom of heaven is is at hand. See, with that statement, Jesus was saying, he was actually making a prophetic declaration for all those who heard this pronouncement that they are to change their way of thinking. Repent means he's to change your inner self. See, this is the Amplified Version, so it goes in more detail. It's saying for us to change our inner selves. Everyone who heard that pronouncement from Jesus, change their inner selves, change the way they have been thinking, and to regret their past sins. And then they're to live their life in a way that proves repentance. In other words, it proves that they've they've turned from one way of living to another way of living and they believe the good news of the gospel. See, Jesus was introducing a new way of being. Likewise today, the Holy Spirit has commanded me to make a prophetic declaration. And that declaration is this. He keeps bringing it back because I've declared it before. Everything has changed. Nothing is as it once was, nor will it ever be again. See, God means what he says. And with that prophetic declaration, God is saying things to us like if you try to work with the same approach you've always done, it'll be as if you're hitting a brick wall. God is saying, everything in your life has changed and nothing is going to be as it once was, nor will it ever be again. So he's saying, come to him for every area of your life. From if it's the way you want to approach how you do your work every day, when you go into your place of of employment, whether you are at home working or whether you're going in the workplace. God is saying during these times that we're in, the age that we're in, the time that we're in, the previous methods and way of doing things won't work. Since everything is, has changed and everything will not be as it once was, when you try to use those same methods of doing things, it will be like hitting a brick wall and you can only come to him to the Lord Jesus himself, to know how to work through those things. Even for the church, he's speaking to his ecclesia, his government, his people, the people who belong to the Lord Jesus, his church. If you're approaching church as if it's a building and you're anxious to return to the building, because you see the building is where you assemble to hear a word from the preacher who's heard from God. He said, that's not what church is. Rather, we should see church as a place that we assemble, whether it's in our home or whether in a building. And we assemble there together to worship him, to worship the Lord Jesus and experience his glory and his presence and to hear from him. So that can be a transformation from the inside out. We now are at a change, a change of age or epoch. And when I say epoch, that's E P O C H. And it's a period of time in history or even a time in a person's life that's marked by notable events or particular characteristics. God is calling all of those who belong to Him to recognize. That he has changed everything. Everything has shifted. It's not like it once was. And we must come to him to know how to survive this this era, this time, this age that we're in. Today's episode of Phyllis is a New Creation is Life Uncommon. See in this new epoch, Romans chapter eight, verse nineteen, and it's the King James Version of the Scripture, it's actually coming forth. And that scripture reads, For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. The English standard English Standard Version of that scripture reads For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. In that scripture, the Apostle Paul is describing creation. And he's describing creation as us experiencing the awareness that something better is coming. Something better is coming along. Something more than what we've been experiencing. And see, when he uses the word creation, there, Paul is speaking about everything God has made. He's talking about the animals. He's talking about the plants. He's talking about people. He's talking about the air. He's talking about water. He's talking about the sky. And all of it, and all of us, are waiting for a moment when everything will finally be made right. See, we as the ecclesia, as the people of God, we are called to transform our culture. And we can only transform our culture if we begin with our inner man, begin with what's on the inside of us, begin with our attitude, begin with how we treat people and how we treat each other. It begins with that. Talking about life uncommon, God is calling us to an uncommon life, meaning that our lives are not to be like the lives of the people around us. And since the whole creation is waiting for us to manifest, manifestation means us to show up for people to really see us. Since the whole creation is waiting with eagerness for us, the sons of God. It's the terminology used, and that doesn't mean a particular agenda just those who are sons of God to come forth and to show this earth what the kingdom of God looks like. We're bringing down the kingdom from heaven to earth. And that's why Jesus said, repent. The kingdom of of heaven or the kingdom of God is at hand. It's before you. And we are the ones, his ecclesia, his church, that will show the rest of the world what God is like. Show the rest of the world his kingdom. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 23, and it's the New Living Translation of Scripture, it reads, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Did you hear that? The Apostle Paul, when he wrote this in the book of Ephesians, he was speaking to them and he's speaking to us today. When we're living a life uncommon, a life that God has called us to live, we have to throw off those sinful, those sinful things, those sinful actions, our sinful nature and the formal way we used to think and the formal way we used to live. Because that way of living, Paul writes here, is corrupted, which means it's been negatively impacted. It's been tainted by lust. And lust is desires out of control and deception. That means we're pretending to be something that we're not. And so we have to throw all those those ways off. We have to be de- de- determined and intentional when we do that. And then it says, let the Holy Spirit renew our thoughts and our attitudes. That's why it says it's from the inner man. It's from the inside out. The Holy Spirit renews the way we think. We think differently. Our attitudes are differently. And then God can use us. Then God can show forth the manifestation of us, the sons of God, to the rest of the world. And the rest of the world will see something different in us and we will draw them to the Lord Jesus. God is using prophetic voices to speak the language of the kingdom of God. See, the kingdom of God has a different language from the kingdom of the world. When we speak, when we open wide our mouth, the Holy Spirit speaks through us when we yield it to Him, and so whatever circumstances we find ourselves in, He will give us an answer. We, in Luke twelve twelve, it says the Holy Ghost will teach you that same hour what you ought to say. In other words, you're standing before people, and you're presenting yourself. You're presenting the Lord Jesus, but the Holy Spirit will tell you what to say, and when He tells you and directs you as to what to say. It is complete. God is using prophetic voices, meaning voices that are hearing from him, to speak what he's saying about every matter. We're living in a culture of transgression. And let me tell you what transgression is, just to give you an idea. Transgression is open defiance and rebellion. Against the law of God. In other words. People are living. A life of transgression when they say. I know what's right. But I don't care. I'm doing what I want to do. Regardless of the consequences to others. And God is irrelevant. We see that attitude all around us. That's the attitude of trans- of transgression. And it's just openly defiant to God and the things of God. See, when defiance rises to that level in a society, in a community, and we transgress the laws of God, there are consequences that occur as a result of that. We open gateways. For demonic activity. By our words. And by our actions. In Proverbs chapter 6. Verse 2. And it's the new King James Version of the scripture. And it reads. You are snared. By the words of your mouth. You are taken. By the words of your mouth. See. When we speak. Things. That are rebellious. That are. Of an antichrist spirit that are against God, as I mentioned to you about what are uh, one who transgressed their attitude. When we speak those things, when we live that way, we're drawing the kingdom of darkness. And you're snared by that. In other words, those very things that you speak when you're speaking antichrist words, when you're speaking and living a rebellious life, and you're doing it brazenly, and you're not apologizing for it. In many cases, we see around us people are basically embracing a rebellious lifestyle. They're practically sh- uh, shaking their fists at God. When that sort of activity happens in a nation, in a community, it draws darkness. And a person, an individual, a nation can be snared by it. In other words, you get caught up in it. It actually turns on you and you can't break forth from it. That's why. When a person continues continues, and continually sins, the more difficult it is for them to come out of it. Because Romans 1 talks about how God will turn one over to a reprobate mind. What that means is that a person will no longer know right from wrong. They'll think wrong is right and right is wrong. And it generally leads to destruction. So it's very dangerous for society. To just decide on its own that it's going to transgress the laws of God. But we know better. Those of us who are the household of faith. We know what God's expectations are of us. Because he clearly shows it to us in his word. And we see it clearly in the person of the Lord Jesus when he was here on earth. He gave us an example of the kingdom of God. And remember Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within us. Talking about life uncommon. See, the spirit of God always sees the solution to a matter. God doesn't look on the problems. He sees the solution. And it doesn't matter how dark it gets in the earth. We represent the light of Christ. We should let our light so shine before men that they see our good works and they glorify our father that is in heaven. So regardless of what you're facing today, what your family is facing, whether you have a medical challenge, whether you have financial challenge, whether you have a prodigal who's no longer in in, in communication with the family, whatever your situation is, a diagnosis of COVID, a diagnosis of any, any type of medical situation, just know, That God is with you. And whatever situation you find yourself in, you are not alone. Because the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus himself took on our infirmities and he bore our sickness. God is, is, the Holy Spirit is compelling me right now to pray for someone who's listening to this podcast today. And they have a medical condition. And they have been worried about it. They, They don't know what to do. They've gone to the doctor, and in some cases, they haven't even been able to get into the doctor. If you are that person, God wants me to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, you know who this person is. You drew this person to hear today your message, Life Uncommon. And let them know that Jesus himself took on their their infirmities and bore their sickness. And I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, be made whole. Amen. See, a life uncommon lets your faith for the future take over your present. And I heard a prophet, Kim Clement, make that statement. He made a statement that your your faith for the future takes over your present. In other words, if your present circumstances is that you have a diagnosis, a medical diagnosis, Your faith in God gives you the courage to say by his stripes, I am healed and I see myself healed. And God, thank you for healing me. You take that to the Lord. And if he shows you healing if he if he tells you to go to the doctor, if he tells you what to what type of medications to take, if he tells you and gives you specific instruction, you follow those instructions and you decree and declare what God says about your diagnosis and it's in his word talking about life uncommon, our perspective has to change it can't remain as it is today. And our perspective has to be what God thinks, what God wants, and what God says. If you're listening to this message today, and you don't have a relationship with this God that I'm speaking of, you didn't just listen by coincidence. You didn't just listen because someone sent you this message, but you listen because you have a divine appointment with your destiny today. And if you're that person, repeat after me, Heavenly Father, I know there's no such thing as coincidences. I know that I'm here listening to this message because you desire for me to live a life uncommon. You didn't create me for myself. You didn't create me to just wander around about what I'm supposed to do and why I'm here and just to do whatever I feel like doing. But you created me because you have a plan for my life. And I'm asking you today, God, please forgive me of my sins. I know Jesus died on the cross for me. I know that you raised him from the dead. And I'm asking you today to forgive me my sins and to save me, Heavenly Father. And I'm asking the Lord Jesus to save me. Thank you for saving me today. Amen. Thank you for joining me today for Phyllis' A New Creation. And remember, Phyllis' A New Creation exists so that you will know how to apply the Word of God to your everyday life. Today's message, Life Uncommon, is for that reason. God wants us to apply his word to your life, to whatever is happening in your life on a day-to-day ba- basis so that you will experience the uncommon life in him. You can find Phyllis's a New Creation in Google Podcasts. Just search for Phyllis, P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, apostrophe S, A-New, A-N-E-W, Creation, C R E A T I O N, And don't forget to put the word podcast in your search. I want to thank everyone who have been listening and have been supporting Phyllis is a New Creation. And for those of you who'd like to assist Phyllis is as a New Creation to spread out throughout all the earth so that everyone can hear what God is saying and how he wants us to apply his word to his everyday life. I have a cash app, and my cash app is dollar sign P as in Paul, A new A N E W C. Again, it's dollar sign P as in Paul, A N E W C. And for those of you who like to write and may want to write a check, it's Syphilis's a new creation, four eight four six North University Drive, Suite two three seven. Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. Again, that's Phyllis is A New Creation, 4846, North University Drive, Suite 237, Lauder Hill, Florida, 33351. And I thank you for your support. Heavenly Father, thank you for every soul that you've drawn here this morning to hear, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the afternoon, whether it's at night. Thank you for drawing those who you, God, specifically chose before the foundation of the world to hear Phyllis a new creation. And I pray that each person that hears God, hears you speaking through my voice, will open up their heart and sup with Jesus and Jesus with, with them, and they will begin to experience a life uncommon. Amen and amen. Have a wonderful day.